Hey guys, welcome back to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. This week, Adrian, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring a recent skills workshop that you and I both hosted that we send out to the entire McGraw network on a weekly basis. Now, listeners, you're going to get this pretty much every fortnight, but what it is is tapping into the skills and challenges and objectives and traits that you need to use out in the field to make your business grow. Adrian, why did we do this and why is it so important in the field right now? It goes to my love, uh, Troy, which is that paradigm between motivational and practitioner work. So I always made a commitment if I ever coached or trained agents that I could share dialogue and strategies and systems and checklists that they can implement into their business the same day or the next day and move the needle with listings and sales because that is our KPI and that's what we're measured on. And I like to have my agents achieve immediate results from the work that we do. Hey, listeners, if you like this, rate it five stars, send us a review, send us questions, because we want to make sure that it's relevant for you every single week. Enjoy the episode. Adrian, last week we wrapped up ARIC, right? So we finished off the ARIC wrap, uh, our biggest event ever in the, in the Trek calendar, yeah. 4,500 people on site, 21 years. We're, there's so many more lessons and learnings that we can share, but we've decided yes. to move on because at the tail end of last week's episode, I also mentioned that we were going to focus a little bit on marketing, yeah, but also right. the balance between online and also print. How they work together in unison, because I know you've been a big advocate of print for a long period of time, but sure. you've also seen the transition go into digital marketing um, here and now and we know that the McGrath social platform also has a number of options so we're going to run through those guys if you're thinking about anything McGrath social we've also put an attachment below here in the email so you guys can download all the information that you need to know but Adrian the question that I have is you've been so powerful for so long in the print having pages in the print you've also been so powerful and one of an early adopters in the digital space yes First of all, why did you do that? And second of all, what are some of the things that you're consistently doing online and also in print to make sure you're top of mind and you're taking the attention of someone so when it comes time for them to sell, you're the only person they're going to choose? No, it's a good question, Troy. I mean, I think initially when uh, digital marketing came out on REA and Domain, uh, the initial uh, uh, impression from a lot of people were that you know the empty nesters and the older generation were still looking at print media and uh, the new generation or the younger generation were looking online. That's definitely a thing of the past because I feel that digital marketing on, on REA and domain for your property marketing uh, is indiscriminate of age. Mm. Okay, so you've got you know even people in their 60s, 70s, 80s now on Facebook and, and, and looking online. So I think what the new paradigm, Troy, is that your aggressive, active, daily buyers are looking at REA and domain like probably you know, 50 times a day to see what new listings are coming yeah. up and your more passive buyers are looking at the print media. Now that's still an important market, that passive element, because those passive buyers use the print media purely as a reference point and then they'll go online uh, and look in more detail around floor plan, more photos, because unfortunately you don't have that luxury with with print media. But not only that, the print media might be the catalyst for one of those passive buyers to become an active buyer because they see something with, which is a lifestyle uh, uh, image uh, based on a property or a location and they always thought, wow, if that house ever came up, that's something I'd really be interested in but when they weren't necessarily looking actively online. So I think that paradigm between 
age, gender versus passive and active buyer is something that we, we need to acknowledge. Um, I think with digital, the best thing McGrath did a number of years ago was draw the line in the sand and say, you know what, we're only doing premier and premium on REA and domain. Yeah. You know? So it was a pain point for a lot of people because it was like, oh, that extra cost. Now that included agents and clients, mm. but you know, we took a position to dominate digital. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not a coincidence that other agents have followed us. Um, and I think that on its own, and if you have you know four to six recent sales, say in Coogee or Warunga, whatever your specialist area is, and now another four to six listings, and you dominate one page in your suburb, that's very powerful. That's yeah. equally as powerful as, say, 15 years ago when you flicked through the Wentworth Courier or the Southern Courier <laughs> or your local paper, and there'd be like six pages there. So it's very, very powerful stuff. And I always think with the premier and premium listings that we have um, on those total landscape portals, I call them now, because like you said, the active aggressive buyers, like they're four or five times a day. They've got the app, they're highlighting, yes. they're starring properties, they're doing all those things. I always think of it, when I'm searching something on Google, right, if I'm looking for a new tie, a new jacket, whatever that may be, you'll normally search something if you don't know the website. Yes. And you kind of go through the first page of Google and you might go through the second page of Google. Yeah. You definitely don't go to the third, fourth or fifth. Sure. So the same philosophy applies, I guess, to real estate and domain. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's no question about it. And uh, I, I think it's, it's insane not to refresh a premium or a premier listing if it defaults back to a standard listing. Yeah. So we're encouraging all our agents that I'm working with and I think throughout the network guys um, that's the first conversation you need to have so I know you've got a 45 day window if it extends beyond that the first conversation you need to have with your owner is to refresh it get back on top but I would definitely do it complemented by either a price adjustment yep. or going from unpublished to published okay uh, and and a configuration alteration of the photos yeah so to change your hero shot for example uh, I would also change the breakout point in in that digital uh, copywriting and I also would tweak the copywriting as well so I think just refreshing it yeah might just look like the same listing refresh which yeah. we know it is but we really want to pr produce a nice fresher, newer feel about that particular product. Um, and I think the price guide is is, is an absolute no-brainer. I mean, whoever's not publishing price guides, in my opinion, is losing. Uh, REA have put out a stat, which is well publicised, that 54% of people dismiss properties that have no published price guide. Yeah. And the reason is this, because real estate, as from if you're a buyer, it's, it's a labyrinth to actually work out okay, I'm interested in buying to the point to actually buy something. Mm. You have to be a detective. Like agents, and, and, and not necessarily our group, but I know a lot of our competitors, uh, make it so hard to buy real estate. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. It should be, as, as John McGrath says, it, it should be a pleasure and a joy and a wonderful experience. And if you're a buyer or seller dealing with a lot of our agents, that's, that's the case. But it really can be a lot of hurdles to jump through. You know, finance, timing, especially finance now with the Royal Commission happening. Mm. You know, they've tightened up on, on, on uh, all sorts of uh, repayments. Lending uh, criteria. I think they're going for debit cards, your grocery expenses absolutely. instead of just your monthly spend. Absolutely. Uh, guys, 
another little hack that I was just thinking yeah. there. If you're looking for listings and expired listings, because we've started to see that trend come back into yeah. the market, if you're starting to look at expired listings, what better way to go onto REA and domain, go to page 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, yeah. uh, click on the stats for the, each individual listing, the address yeah. is there, the information's there, the stats are there, and you'll start to see where the campaign started with all yeah. the high stats and then it drops off. That Absolutely. gives you the full realm of what's been online for a period of time. Absolutely. My recommendation, contact those guys. They're active, they're motivated, their listings online, why not see if they can get them to grow our experience? Absolutely, and that is the benefit of this market, yeah. Troy, um, because you should have four or five pillars of lead generation mechanism, whether it's past clients, open for inspections, uh, old open house lists, uh, referrals, etc., or, or center of influence, okay? But a massive one is expired listings. Now, for the last two or three years, there necessarily hasn't been a huge amount of expired listings, but now there are, and I remember, Troy, in the early days, you know, to create an expired listing system, I literally have to wait for the Saturday paper, the Sydney Morning Herald, go through and highlight every <laughs> yeah. property that said PI, which was passed in, or W, which was withdrawn, and then you'd have to go to the council and look up, up you know, the council records. Yep. So. Uh, you know, for, for the technology natives in our group, which are people that have been born into uh, technology, RP data, yeah. uh, you know, REA domain, you just, you just don't understand how fortunate you are that <laughs> your expired listing system is literally what Troy just told you. Yeah. It's as, as simple as, easy as, as that. that. You yeah. don't have to go into too much science. It's just going, clicking on the stats for each individual listing because yeah. they show those. Yeah. Now. Like they show how many people have been going to those properties. Yeah. Adrian, I've got a question for you that I know is quite common and a lot of our listeners have sent in this. So it's a bit of a yeah. general theme question. Yeah. Um, selling the benefits of the McGrath social platform yes. because we've had it launched. It was been uh, really well. There's been a great uptake. Yep. You would have seen in the past couple of weeks, maybe the last month, John sent out an email about um, the phenomenal result that Adrian Savalas yes. out of our Leichhardt office yep. uh, received by having that McGrath social platform. Adrian, you're still actively um, helping out and working with a number of agents, getting them to have those programs so efficient that yes. we're not leaving any stone unturned. Yes. Um, what are some of the benefits and how do you pitch yes. the McGrath social element into any campaign to a potential client that may not be as is what we've just been discussing yeah. about the social technologies and digital platforms. Sure. Well, firstly, as an agent, you've got to believe in it. So you've got to have great intent. So when you talk to an owner and you, you, you're you selling, if you like, uh, REA or domain, you believe in it because you know it works, okay? So not dissimilar to when McGrath took a position, Troy, to dominate digital, we've also now taken the position to dominate social, okay? So that's step number one. Step number two is that our agents need to subscribe to it. Now, both both metaphorically and, and, and literally actually subscribe to it. So it's really easy to do. Emma Woods is around. If anyone wants to call her or email her direct, she'll explain everything to you. Because I'm still surprised, uh, Troy, because myself and John and, and yourself, we're all going around the network all through New South Wales, Queensland, and there's still a lot of agents who are not adopting it. You know, mm. And whether it's, it's, it's a difficulty to actually talk to the owner about it, which I don't think it should be because... I personally, when you say, how do I sell it? Frankly, now, that's probably the easiest marketing element that my right. immediate team yep. uh, are actually not crossing out. The vendor's like, oh, Facebook marketing or social marketing? Absolutely, that's where it's all headed. Um, and it's terribly inexpensive. I mean, you're talking about $250 as an entry point mm. to include your property plus GST. Uh, and, and, and at that point, it's going gonna, it's gonna to geo-target you know, particular buyers. Um, and it's also going to get its Facebook page and, and have some boost there so that's the property side of it but yep. you can you can always increment up 
uh, on that. I was going to say you can scale up. Absolutely, and you know Alex Minton is, is a big believer in it. Yep. You know his 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 properties. Uh, uh, each listing would have anything between five hundred to a thousand dollars spent. Mm -hmm. So the, the you know there's data there which Emma can provide you, and that we've got some uh, collateral going out, yeah. which will give you the exact stats on you know. And I suppose it's not dissimilar to the old print media days. You know, based on the size of the 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 home or the price range of the home then it's probably you know consistent in terms of what sort of budget or spend you would have in social media so uh, that's one thing i would stick to the second part is the agent marketing yeah okay? this is so, huge right yeah this is a no-brainer guys i mean look if if you're not subscribed to McGrath Social, you know again it's as it's as inexpensive as entry point of 250 plus GST mm -hmm. a month. You can do 500, 750,000, whatever you try and do. But if you did nothing else but subscribe to that, plus did you had an expired listings plan, plus you had a past clients nurturing program, plus you did all your callbacks and 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 built your database by 50 to 100 people per month. Um, that's as complicated as your marketing strategy should be, and obviously a newsletter every 30 days to your incumbent and existing clients. Yeah, and this is what I always say, and I know some of you are thinking right now, I don't know who to target, I don't know how to do the back end, because the social platform actually does all the heavy lifting for you. Correct. That's the first thing. The second thing is, um, a lot of our agents, because I know I get to work with you guys and see you around the grounds, a lot of you are still spending a lot of money on DL cards, yes. uh, on letters, on yep. having uh, your CSM or yourself print out all those letters, fold them, put them in the envelope, and then go out and hand deliver them. Yes. Um, guys, the eyeballs are now on social. Sure. That's kind of now a phenomenon. Yep. Adrian mentioned very early on in the piece that uh, 65, 70, 80-year-old people in our, ne uh, in, our uh, in our public <laughs> sphere, yes. um, they're now on social. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my yeah. grandfather's on social. Yeah. Right? He's 84. He's on social. Well, Facebook right? is... <laughs> becoming that that platform well, for that high, generation. Yeah, it's yeah. the highest growing demographic, right? Yeah. On Facebook, uh, yeah. 50 to 65 year old females are now on Facebook. Yes, my yeah. mum is stalking me. Right? <laughs> that kind of is the new norm. That's yeah, the absolutely. way it happens. Same. And Instagram's obviously for that you know, the, the, the younger generation. But again, that's not indiscriminate of age or gender either. No way, know? but I think what we're trying to get here is the, the idea that if you're, you've got to be where the fish are. You've got to fish where the fish are. Yeah. You've got to be attracted to that industry and area. And guys, we have very fortunate uh, ability to have all the assets that we need. We've yep. got amazing photos. We've got amazing, amazing agent profiles. Yep. Uh, the majority of you now have video products. Yep. All the assets that people really struggle with, absolutely. oh, what am I going to post how the content, yep. um, it's all right there. And I know some of you are doing absolutely phenomenal work yep. out in the field and you're getting engagement that's unbelievable. Like you think 8,000, 12,000 people per week yep. watching videos that are short, only a minute that are going on Instagram. That's a huge result. Absolutely. That's like 30,000, 40,000 people at the end of each month. You start mm to do that over a period of 12 months, yeah. you start to see the results come through and you are the yeah. local and the hyper-local knowledge expert. Absolutely. And, and you know, the McGraw social platform doesn't need to replace the raw uh, social media content that you're putting out yourself. No. It's there to complement it. So if you're doing your Saturday afternoon wrap, great. If you're doing, you know, a, a well-scribed uh, sort of just listed or just sold or testimonial or editorial, that's all great stuff as well. This is just there to complement that and, and the, the cost is negligible in my opinion. So 
Adrian mentioned, if you have any questions at all, we've attached at the below of the email that we sent out with this video, we've attached the social platform PDF. All your questions should be answered in that PDF, but if you have any more questions apart from that, please contact Emma Woods at mcgrad.com.au. Emma's there to help. She's going to absolutely uh, give you all the information you need and make it as simple as possible because we really want to see uh, 2019, FY 2019, really focused on building that profile. And as Adrian said, we've dominated digital for so long, now we've got to dominate social because that's where the people are, that's where the eyeballs are. Uh, Guys, next week we might do a few little hacks along the way as well because I know some of you are doing, you mentioned the Saturday afternoon wrap. Uh, I know some of you are getting phenomenal wraps uh, and and reviews out there Mm -hmm. from doing those. So we're probably going to do a little few hacks along the way. Uh, But next week, Adrian, a question's coming to me only in my email today. A question's coming about feed discounting. And I really think that that's quite common out there now. Listings are getting tighter. They're getting harder to get. So a lot of agents are now saying, well, I'll do it for 1%. I'll do it for less than what the other agent's doing. And then I'm also going to uh, obviously discount my marketing. Yes, okay. So guys, tune in next week. That's going to be an episode we're going to cover off. Uh, Until next week, guys, uh, love seeing you again. See you 